It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and wherever you get your podcasts from this morning. Property, real estate and the housing market, it is what we are talking about seven days a week, and available of course from 6am every morning and if you are having breakfast right now and you are a new listener welcome aboard and don't forget if you've got a friend who like you is into the property real estate market you know they're a friend that you sit down you're constantly talking about real estate you're listening to us but you haven't passed on the fact that you are we'll send them one of your favorite episodes from our library of podcasts because there is a lot to choose from and we will welcome in your friends with open arms. Now today, it is Thursday, May the 25th and coming up this morning, now we are off to Melbourne and to the very desirable suburb of South Yarra. It's very popular, it's prestigious and not everyone can afford to live in this postcode. And if anyone knows the South Yarra area from a position of knowledge knowledge, experience and strength. It has got to be Antoinette Nido. She is the luxury real estate specialist with RT Edgar there in Turak. So we will be catching up with Antoinette in just a moment and finding out some of the attraction factors of South Yarra. And tomorrow we are off to Brisbane and we're going to be catching up with Brett Green. But right now it is time for a another 30-second property tip, and we are headed back to Mooney Valley and to Christian Lonzi this morning. G'day, Christian. What have you got for us this morning? Thanks again, Craig. So I think um, at the moment, the biggest trend that we're seeing is a bit of a reluctance for buyers out there to be looking at um, properties that need work for renovations or rebuilds and things like that. Now, obviously, there is the fundamental that um, building costs are quite expensive at the moment, so it is understandable. However, I think if you're someone that is um, in a position where you can roll your own sleeves up or you have great connections with builders and trades and things like that, I reckon there's some really good opportunities out there in the market right now for land value properties and um, places that um, need renovation and things like that. So a really good opportunity in the market right now. Keep updated with the latest real estate news, economist predictions, property sales, or what's trending right now. Know your property with us on The Real Estate Podcast. Hey, if you've got a great real estate piece of information, we'd love to hear about it. It might be about a friend, a relative, a workmate, whatever it is, you can email us at myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. And from PropTrack this morning, the national housing market data reveals that homes are selling faster than pre-pandemic levels. Across the country, houses took an average of 44 days to sell in the past 12 months to April, and that is down from 64 days 
in 2019. And houses and units in Adelaide and Perth are selling faster now compared to a year ago, and that's despite rising interest rates. And PropTrack says the shorter selling time is attributed to the impact of interest rate rises on buyer demand and increased property listings over the past year. Hobart has the fastest selling houses and units, followed by Melbourne and then Brisbane. So we'll have some more of that breakdown from those numbers from PropTrack tomorrow morning. Well, today it is the 25th of May and Cillian Murphy, the Irish actor, is celebrating his birthday. If you're celebrating, happy birthday to you as well. Also, Mike Myers, the Canadian comedian, moly, 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 he's turning 60 today. Octavia Spencer, the American actor, she's turning 51. And Sir Ian McKellen from Lord of the Rings, he is turning 83. It's the main centre forecast. And around the country, let's check on that all-important weather word. First, we go to Sydney, expecting sunshine. Plenty of it today with 23 degrees. In Melbourne, expect some rain and some windy conditions. Your top of 17. Brisbane, blue skies, 24 is your forecast top. And in Perth, the sunshine continues. Maybe a little bit of cloud and your high today for your Thursday is 19. While we can't predict the future of the real estate market, we can provide insights on what's currently trending. With over 450 episodes designed for the astute property buyer, it's powerful information at your fingertips. And South Yarra consistently voted Melbourne's most livable suburb. And how do we know that? Well, the Domain Livable Melbourne study by Deloitte Access Economics, that tells us that that is the case. The luxury real estate market in this inner urban suburb differs from other prestigious suburbs. And this morning, we are catching up with Antoinette Nido. She is the luxury real estate specialist with RT Edgar in Turak. And a very good morning. Welcome back to the Real Estate Breakfast, Antoinette. Good morning, Craig. Thank you for having me. Now, some people might not realise this, but there are 307 Melbourne suburbs. It's a lot of land mass, a lot of different types of property, of course, in those 307 suburbs. And yet, with so many suburbs, South Yarra has won many accolades over the years. So why is it that South Yarra is performing strongly at that level? It's an excellent question, Craig, and it all comes down to lifestyle. South Yarra is home to the very best lifestyle amenities that Melbourne has to offer. It really centres around walkability of the suburb and the open green space. So there's something like 230 acres of parkland with the Botanic Gardens, Faulkner Park and Como Park. That is really, I think, the linchpin of why it's been consistently ranked top out of 307. 
Yeah, walkability. Now, that is something that we have talked about a lot. It's something that many people don't actually place on their list of absolute mandatories high enough on the order of what they need. And walkability is certainly extremely important. Now, you mentioned over 300 suburbs. What do you think three of the key factors are for contributing to South Yarra's desirability factor? Obviously, walkability is one. I think the fact is that you can, you know, wake up in the morning and see the rowers on the Yarra River and the mist rising. Then you could walk the Tan Track, which is about 3.8 kilometres and circumnavigates the Botanic Gardens. You could do a spot of shopping at the Paran Market, which is actually in South Yarra. You could visit the historic Como Park, dinner at one of the, one of the most fabulous restaurants down in the Depain. And during summer, you could watch the movies at uh, the Moonlight Cinema. And that's all within a very easy walking uh, radius in the suburb. What other suburb in Melbourne offers you that? It's just very unique in that respect. Now, people might be considering upgrading into the South Yarra market, but they might not fully understand the macro idiosyncrasies, if we can put it like that, of the area. So perhaps this morning, Antoinette, give us a bit of an overview of the luxury real estate market there in South Yarra. So, look, there are three distinct pockets in South Yarra that would in really qualify in that luxury high end. I think the Como Precinct is home to some very beautiful properties where you get larger blocks and offers family homes. So that's a very beautiful, distinct pocket. And a lot of these homes really come up for sale in that area. The second area would be South Yarra Hill, which is that Murphy Street, Avoca Street and Caroline Street. Very, very well regarded pocket right in the heart of the village and very, very tightly held. So generational homes in that area really come up for sale. And of course, then there's, you know, the most highly sought after precinct has got to be the Domain Precinct, which is bookended on each radius. On one end, you have Faulkner Park and on the other end, the Botanic Gardens. So it's that grid between, you know, Punt Road, Domain Street, Domain Road and Turak Road has got to be hands down the most highly sought after precinct in South Yarra. Oh yeah, highly sought after. You cannot argue with that this morning. All right, so let's look right now at the shortage of luxury stock. Now, you mentioned tightly held, and that is always a common theme in the luxury higher end of the markets around Australia, but that isn't really new to the prestige markets. But what makes this, do you think, a particular problem for those buyers wanting to get into the South Yarra market so difficult right at the moment? Look, it's the fundamental issue of demand and supply. Very, very strong demand. So people downsizes from, you know, the most prestigious suburbs in Melbourne want to sell and come down and be near the gardens. And it's about the very finite supply. It's a small grid 
and there are just not many homes. And typically the composition of housing in this precinct, you get a lot of small cottages and a few beautiful mansions and large homes. And those homes very rarely turn over. It just happens that I do have 325 Walsh Street currently available which it just is an example of a rare offering in that it is a five-bedroom family home right on the edge of the Botanic Gardens. So I can't recall the last time a family home became available in that precinct. All right, so there you have it. There's a bit of a breakdown from Antoinette about the South Yarra. Very, very exclusive. People wanting to get in there. The botanical gardens are a key factor why people want to to live there, the walkability factor. I guess we should let you get out there, get on with it later on this morning, Antoinette. And thanks for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast once again. Thanks, Craig. Look forward to speaking to you soon. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.